Good morning, Raboisai. Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusbas Mordechai. Hayoim Shiba Yomim. Shehim Shavua Chod Boimer. For that, I got the thumbs up from Avi Sherman. I got the okay, even though in reality, the reality might be slightly different. Today's share is sponsored by Yaakov Soled, Lilu Nishmas Harav Moshe bin Yaakov Soled, by the Goldsmiths, in honor of our dear son-in-law, Jonathan Stefanski, ah, the famous Jonathan, on his birthday, April 4th, from Ima and Abba. If you haven't checked out Jonathan Stefanski's piece on Rishchidosh Other, I thought it was amazing. Very, very well done. One email today. Well, there were many, but we're only going to read one. Fairly decent size. Good morning, Rebelli. I recently discovered you enjoy watching your daf, mostly for Chazara. I give a daf myself. Oh, I love these guys. Gives me COVID. It's not just us, Amaratzim, even people more chashev than myself are watching me. It's great. He gives us a daf himself. And like to learn from the best. I was actually friendly with your brother, Rafal and Chaim Berlin. I think you were my brother's Chaim Shir. Uh, yeah, sounds very familiar. Noah. If he was like part of the Hanola of Chaim Berlin, etc., then yeah. Anyway, I have an idea I want to run by you. There are hundreds of Magidi Shir throughout the world that all need to be well prepared with the Daf in advance. What do you think about participating in a Zoom session for preparation of the Daf in advance? To cover at least Gemara Rashi. And the main points addressed in Tysus and Rishonim, Achronim, if possible, would you be interested in giving such a share? Yeah, I'm interested. I actually give one. I'm giving one right now. Would you be interested in being part of such a share? I know I would certainly enjoy such a prep share, and assume many others would as well. I know of no such Zoom share. What are you talking about? This share is famous. You don't know about this share? And believe this can be a big hit. Bar Hashem, Bar Hashem. Anyway, thanks for your shiurim. I have no doubt that the oilam cannot appreciate the time you put into preparing the shir. I felt very much validated when you mentioned how you distilled two hours of preparation into 10 seconds of explanation can only be appreciated by someone who also has to prepare. I wasn't exactly, well, I was exaggerating. It was two hours. It was more than an hour trying to figure out that one line until I found that they said, someone said, it's very difficult to understand the tiklin chadit and da da da. So I just, then I decide, okay, if we can't go with the Tiglin Chadim, we might as well go with another Peshat. Maybe I'll see you one of Yeshurim later today. Halavai. Have a wonderful Yontiv. Avi Nuhav. So I'm not 100% sure what he wants. I know there's a lot of Magitrim that watch this. You could just, Avi, you could just put it on one and a half speed. In a half hour, poof, you get all the charts. Take the charts. Be part of the, uh, the WhatsApp group. You get the charts for free. Pretend they're yours. Uh, I give the t- whatever gishmaka tzitzim I can find, and then rishonim and achronim. I put into this year. I'm not exactly sure. It's he wants something specific for magidishur. I guess I'm not exactly sure what that means. Okay, Rabbi said today's daf yudalit, and we are starting from the very very bottom daf yud gimel base, which is by itself a nace nigla in shkolim to be where we're supposed to be holding. But there's another amazing nace that happened today, and that is. To give two shiurim on on a short Friday where they're doing an early Shabbos in this hotel. Chesed Hashem. It just so happened to be that yesterday's David Gimel and today, uh, this morning's David Gimel and this afternoon's David Yudal, both fairly easy dafim of Agadatah and Gishmakite 
which allowed me to, none of this one hour per line kind of thing that I had yesterday. Says the Gemara, Nechunya Chayfer Shichin. Nechunya, each person, the Mishnah gave a whole list of people that were in charge, and their name is listed in the Mishnah forever, for eternity. He was in charge of digging the wells and the ditches for water, for the Regalim, for, for everything else. Even though he didn't live for 420 years, the length of the Beis Hamidosh, but it's under his name. So what's so special about him? Where the cold water emanates from, which stones have coldness to them, and you can get some cold water. Where the heat sources from, wherever, whatever he needed, he knew how the the, 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 the plumbing worked underneath the ground. Vad Heichon Shravarusei Matyo, to where it reaches. Omar Rebacho. You're not going to believe this. He was a tzaddik, obviously. It's named after him. Umeis Benoi Batsama. His own son died from something that he specialized in and he dedicated his life to Avodis Hashem. The water of Klai Yisrael and his son died from water, lack of water. Which Lechaira is a taina in the Rabbi Shalom. How could you do this? Whoever thinks that Kishbaruch forgives, there are some, some religions that say, yeah, just do this, Hashem forgives everything. No, you cannot say that. Hashem is not relaxed. Whoever says that, he should have a terrible diarrhea. Imagine a person is in the middle of a chasana and all of a sudden he has to go. Hashem Yirachim, what could happen? I'm saying this being descriptive because you have to really imagine it. You can't just say, ah, relax his bowels. No! It's a mess. In other words, if Akash doesn't deal with you on a, on a second-to-second basis, you're a goner. In one second, the stomach goes fifing. Hashem is there, there with you in every second. So don't say that Hashem is relaxed. If Hashem was relaxed with you for one millisecond, Hashem prolongs it. Why? Because Hashem wants to give you the opportunity to do tshuva. At the end, he comes and he collects what, what belongs to him. It's great to see you occasionally. I wish you were on more often, but Shalom Aleichem. It should say with a samach, not with a sin. So what does that mean? Like the breath of a hair with a sin. Sa'ar. Not sa'ara with a samach, but with a sin. So Nechunya was a big tzaddik. Sa'ar dealt with him. So remember that line. That what? Nechunya got punished. So we have to understand that. Why? He was a big tzaddik. Why did he get punished? I'm saying Rabbi This morning there were over 50 people live on Zoom and 120 something hits on YouTube live. This is Erev Shabbos. Erev Yantav. And now just a few hours later there's 40 something, 45 people on Zoom. Kiddush Hashem. This is what we're talking about. Learning Torah in the hardest situations when it's not comfortable. It's not Gishmak. 
the family and the this, and you sit down to learn Torah. It's unbelievable. Be'emet. I have a different reason. What does the Sviv mean? The ones that surround him. Who surrounds Akash Baruch Hu? The Rashaim? No. The Tzaddikim are surrounding him. And Noira. He, it's, 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 ter- it's like Noira Vayim. The reason is because Akash Baruch Hu wants that the Tzaddikim should have the full Gan Eden, perfect Elam Haba. It gets rid of all the small, minor things. He makes those adjustments in this world. He's medactic Yichutasaira. Not because he hates them, obviously he doesn't, because he wants them to benefit. We have this in, in Babli also, similar story. There's a chassid, somebody that actually used to do, imagine a big tzaddik, and he's busy digging ditches for Klai Yisrael. Ushtafanar, a, a crazy story. His daughter is going to get married. Similar story happened in Chicago. The famous school where all the from kids go to, Joan Dax it's called. Because Joan Dax was on her way to get married and she got killed. Glenners and the, fine. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible thing. Like, imagine a Kala mom is going to get married and boof. She's going to get married to Ushtafanar. The river took her away. And everybody came, and they tried to give this, this tzaddik, this chassid and nechama, and he wouldn't accept it. Why not? Says the Tikkun Chatan. He's a chassid. A chassid doesn't, doesn't have tainus on the Rebbe Shalom. A chassid takes it, and he understands that, that that's how it is. Because at the end of the story, she was alive. So you can't, you can't accept tanchumim and someone that's alive, like Yaakov Avinu. Comes the famous we just had him early in the day. Repichas Bayard, that his, his donkey was so chashit. Imagine what he was. Try to give Nechama. The Galadar comes in there and the chassid says, I'm sorry, I'm not accepting anything. So Repichas Bayard was surprised. This is a chassid, the chassid doesn't accept Nechama. They said, Rebbe, you're Pinchas. This guy is busy all his life giving Klaishwal water, digging the ditches, and then his daughter dies in a ditch. His daughter dies by water. It doesn't make sense. Says, it's impossible this story ever happened. Miad, Nafla, Avarabair, there's a big commotion. Boss, beat the Shalaisoyish. Here she is. Mr. Amri, Ms. Khoisois Aris. Some say she grabbed onto a branch. Mr. Amri, Malachyorik must be Pinchas Biyoir, Bitsila. So some say that Rupikas Biyar came, it was like a the Dmus of Rupikas Biyar and saved her. So as the Tikkun Khadatin. If Rebbe Biyar says that it's impossible that if somebody deals with water, their child should die, so the beginning of the sugi is very schwer. How did Nechunya's son die from thirst? 
So he says, because it has to be that Nechunya messed up once. He wasn't 100%. And when a tzaddik is not 100% in what he's special at, that's his specialty. And one time he dropped the ball, Hagish has to take care of it right away. That's what he says. Incredible stuff, but that's what he says. Gvini Koroiz. It says in the mission, there's a person by the name of Gvini. He had a voice you can't imagine. Go, went forever. He would scream in the Beis HaMikdosh, Get up, Raboy it's time. Use the alarm clock. Imagine Lahavdil, those, whatever, I'm not even going to mention their names. When you go to Yerushalayim, sometimes you hear on the, on the speakers, Koile Koilas. So something like that, but without a, without a, without a speaker. That, his voice was the speaker, screaming, Raboy it's time to come. To do the avoidah. Levim leduchonam, you have to come sing your songs, Levim. Be Yisrael and Mamadam, you have to stand in your place. Agrivis HaMelech, Shama Koyla, Hachmoyne Parsois. Agrivis HaMelech heard his, this, his voice from eight Parsois away, somewhere between 20 and 30 kilometers. Binasan loy matonis harba. This guy had a lot of value, so he paid him good. Says the Gemara, Ben Gever, Al Ni'ila Sh'orim. There was a person by the name of Ben Gever, and his job was to lock up the gates. Tirgim Rav Kumi the base Rav Shila. So the way it worked was, as we know, there was a, an Amaira, we called him an Amaira, he's the speaker, talking about speaker, speakers. So the, 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 the Tana would, would speak very in a low voice, and then you had a guy standing next to him that would scream it out, he would be the microphone. So one day, Rav happened to be the microphone of Rav Shila. Now, this is a Shaila in Tamid by the Trumas Hadeshan. Trumas Hadeshan is the first, the first Avoida of the morning. They come and they take some of the ashes off and they put it in the Trumas Hadeshan, the place where you put the Deshan. Now, it says over there in the Mishnah that it was Kikrais Hagever. When the Gever screams, what's a Gever? Now, we know it to be, a lot of us think that it means a rooster. Comes Rav and says, when a man, a human being screams, when that happens, that's the time that the, the, in the Beis Hamikdash, the Koyim would remove the Trumas Hadash. So Shiloh whispers to him, by the way, <coughs> wrong pshat, your taich is off, please repeat and say, like the rooster. I hate when that happens. You know, you tell the guy next to you, you know, say this and that, and he starts arguing with you. He starts bringing out the Rambam. Hello, we're in the middle of a shear here. I told you, say the rooster, say rooster. No, this is Rav we're talking about. And Rav says, Votaninon, he brings our, no, Votaninon ben Gever. That this person by the name of Gever, he used to be the announcer. What? There's a chicken in charge in the Beis HaMikdash. A chicken used to close the door. Like, what, what do you mean? Gever means a man. It doesn't mean a, a chicken. So why are you telling me that Gever means a chicken? Okay. End the story. Person by the name of Bave, he was in charge of the wicks. Incredible hard job he had. There was a certain amount of oil in the menorah. That oil had to last from the evening to the morning. Now every night is a different time, a different amount of time. Depends on the summer, the winter, longer nights, shorter nights. And it always lasted from the night till the morning, exactly. 
So he had to make the wick thicker and thinner. He knew exactly how thick the wick should be in order to consume all the oil. So here's a person that his whole tachlis in life was to make the wicks for the Beis Hamikdash. So Rabbi Yaisi goes to Kufra. He wanted to do them a favor and he says, Rabbi Yaisi, you guys need somebody in charge of all the poor to take care of business over here. Nobody wanted to accept the job. So he said in front of them, Look, it says in the Mishnah that there was a person in Bavi and all he did the whole day was wicks. So why are you turning down my job? I'm telling you you should be in charge of the Kupa, kupa Sadzdaka, Kupa Tair, whatever you want to call it. And for you, it's not Chashev enough. Some say because you're supposed to turn it down. It says in Ovis, you're supposed to turn it down. Look, all he was in charge of the wicks, and yet he's brought down for eternity in the Mishnah with all the G'daylim, with Mordechai at Tzadik. You're helping the poor. You're doing chesed. What's wrong with doing chesed all day? The coach game. So you certainly should, you certainly should take my offer. The person by the name of Ben Arzai was in charge of the symbols. Says the Gemara called the Look at this picture. Beautiful. I don't know if I ever shows or not. I found it on the internet. We'll ask them afterwards. Here are the Levim. I just say to picture this, 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 this unbelievable sight of Levim every day when the Kayin was on the Mizbeach, bending over to pour the wine into the hole. There was a hole in the Mizbeach where they were poured the Nesachim into. When he bent down, you see this guy right over here? The guy in the center, he had symbols. He would bang them together, and the whole concert, the whole whatever this was over here, with the clay shiro, the whole, the whole symphony, everything, started going. It's a beautiful sight. As he bends down, but the one guy had to start it off, and his name was Ben Arzo. So somebody, the Zgana Koyin Godel, the second command, the vice president, he would lift up uh, some sort of something, he would wave the flag, and he would bang with the cymbal, and show there goes the choir, they would say the shir ayoyim. To me it was funny, I, I didn't know what it was, but I hear, you know, Nusach Spard, and even Nusach Ashkenaz, in Shul today, ayoyim ayoyim shishi b'shabas, I'm like, you, you think in the base Hamidah, she said ayoyim ayoyim shishi b'shabas, it's chalamayid, it's yantif, you think that's what they said? I don't think they said that. I'm not saying that on my own. The Gross says they didn't say it. They said something special for Yantav. For, but anyway, obviously everybody argues on the Gross. But it was a beautiful song, and they said the Shir of that day. Hugras ben Levi alashir, and Hugras was in charge of the singing. Omar He had the special way of singing. He had a beautiful voice. When he put his thumb into his mouth, he was able to take out different types of sounds. They would go backwards. Like when I took uh, Noam Fix, he came to Chicago, I said, let me give you a ride in my father-in-law's Tesla. And I put it on ludicrous mode. And I said, you better hold on. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And I floored it. And his head almost got embedded in the back of the seat. He, he, got, he literally got whiplash. He couldn't move his neck like for two days. 
So something like that. Their heads went, whoa! Like such a beautiful sound comes out of this guy's head. So we said, these are the, the, the family of Garmo. They knew how to do the Lechem upon him. So here, this is from the Masifta, the two shapes that are discussed in Lechem upon him. It has two walls. The more difficult one is a Shita, I think, that says it even continues this way. And th- this is the shape of like a boat. So now you can understand this is very difficult to make. But the question is, how do you pull this out of the oven without it falling apart? It was very thick. I'm not sure. I think this is a picture I took. And I found it on my computer. It might be what I when I when we went to that place to do the, the lechem upon him, something like that. But all I can tell you is that this fell apart, it crumbled. It was very difficult for it to stand. I'm not saying that was the issue in the base English, but there was some sort of chachma to make it, and nobody knew how to do it. They never wanted to teach anybody. The Gemara is going to say why. You know what? We don't need your favors. You don't want to tell us how to do it. We'll just go get some, some professional bakers from Alexandria. They know how to do it. However, they know how to make the shape and everything. They, they had the ingredients. They didn't know how to pull it out of the oven in one piece. The Gemara says why? Because they would light up the fire from the inside of the oven. They would, they would, they would heat it up, the bread inside the oven. And then they would remove the bread from the mold on the outside of the oven. And therefore, it didn't become moldy. They try to remove it from the mold from the inside of the oven, and it would become moldy. Now, the question is, we know the Lacham Apana doesn't become moldy. So, where did we come? so they say, because... You have to do all your human established. And then Akash Baruch takes over from there. It lasts a whole week. It's fresh. But if you don't know what you're doing, step one, you, you mess up. Akash Baruch is not going to cover your steps for you and make it not moldy. Akash Baruch created everything for his own tachlis. We need to do the best we could do and find... We have these people from like Alexandria, they're messing up. We need the real deal. Let's bring back those guys that don't want to tell us the, the way to do it. It's Fakosh Baruch who is covered. We'll come back, but we need double the pay. You fired us, you want us back? Okay, now you're going to have to pay for it. They used to get 12. There's a Shaila here. Is it every day? Every time they made the bread? Is it once a year? It was a lot of money. They doubled from 24 to 48. So why don't tell us the secret? Why don't you tell us the secret? You're going to go to your grave with the secret? We have a Messiah. We know, unfortunately, the base of the when there's no base the other people know the tricks and they're going to unfortunately do it for Avay the Zara. We want to make sure that it doesn't go to Avay the Zara. We're doing this L'Shem Shemayim. Nobody believed them. And they are mentioned in Mesechtas Yuma Lignai. 
But one of them is not shvach. However, there was one very big positive with this family. You'll never see any of these people from this family eating regular bread, white bread. So nobody should be them that they are stealing from the Beis Hamikdash. You see that they had Yerushalayim. They didn't want even being Yisim Nekiim Hashem Yisrael. There's an Indian, as we're going to see later. We learned it the other day. You have to be clean. Nobody should be chayshed you. We're going to learn something meshuga, I should say. Moshe Rabbeinu, people were chayshed. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim, brought down the tire, all of a sudden, Klai Yisrael, oh, maybe he stole money from Klai Yisrael. So if the chayshed Moshe Rabbeinu, the chayshed you, and the chayshed, the, the people from Garmi, and Memela, they never wanted to eat any bread, so nobody should say, oh, you took the leftovers from, from, from the Beis HaMikdash. Beis Aftinos, the famous Beis Aftinos, Al-Maisaktaris, what was so special about the Ktaris? So based on the became Al-Maisaktaris, they knew how to grind it and make the, the whole concoction. Here's a fun thing, go around and show. I'm telling you, you're going to get funny answers. Ask people, what does Mala Oshan Kol Shuhu mean? We say it in Pitamaktaris, if you dive into Zosvar every day, in Eretz Yisrael every day, Mala Oshan Kol Shuhu. I went around, I asked people, nobody knows. Mala Ashan Kolshu, it's a, I don't know, it's smoke. Smoke Kolshu. So Mala Ashan Kolshu is a spice that you put in a type of grass, you put it into the Ktairis. And you, the, the shear is Kolshu. You're only supposed to put in a, a small amount. But that causes, that brings up the smoke of the Ktairis. As you're going to see, what do they know how to do? Vilayratzulilamid. They didn't want to teach people how to make it and that a beautiful flume of smoke was perfectly straight like a stick. And they didn't want to teach people what, what kind of, where do you get this malashan? Where do you get this, uh, this spice? They knew how to make the tires. They had no clue where to get this malashan thing. It had a beautiful flume of smoke that went all the way up. And when it hit the ceiling, it spread out nicely, and then it came down, or whatever it did. Be is a place But the Alexandria, smoke is smoke. It spread out everywhere immediately. Noticed that there's something special over here. Who created the Smala Asham for the Ktairis? We need to use, we have to have the best of the best. This is the base of We have the best, we have. The best bread makers, we're going to have the best tourist makers. Same story, same place. They wanted double the salary. They took 20, 24, now they wanted, I'm sorry, they took 12, they wanted 24. They took 24, now they want 48. Why don't you want to teach anybody? Same story. We know that basically this has been in the Chorab, Shalimud, Achim, Yoisim, Cain, Lefnev, with the Zorshlan. But there was something very special about this family. Not a single one of their women ever wore perfume. Why? So they shouldn't say that you stole the perfume from the Beisamikdash. If they ever married a woman from another city, by the way, the Shachim would say, there's one. Caveat. You have to make sure you never ever wear perfume. You mask it, mask it. Uh, 
In those days, the perfume is a little different. It's more like deodorant. If you didn't wear perfume, Hashem Yirachem. Okay, fine. No perfume. So nobody should be choshidem. There's an Indian to say, stay clean. So nobody talks about you behind your back. Nobody has an amasla, a reason, or anything. You, you are clean. Even though you know you're doing, you're not stealing from the Yisamikdash. You don't want other people to say you're stealing from the Yisamikdash. Something important to remember. Says Rabbi Yossi, I once met a child. I had the opportunity to take him, squeeze his neck, and squeeze the information out of him. I said, my son, told me he's from Aftinas. You should know. I don't know why he's telling this to the kid, but he told him, real smart, Yushalmi kid. He said, your forefathers, your fathers wanted covet. They were Baligaiva. They want everybody to say, oh, look at the beautiful tourists they do. Wow. But at the same time, they're going to lessen the covet Shemayim. So because they wanted to take the covet for themselves and give HaKadosh Baruch Hu the less covet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took all the covet, so to speak, and put them down. There's no more Beis HaMikdash. We're not using it anymore. We don't need your tricks. Forget about it. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva Sachli Shimon ben Lugo. Rabbi Kiva says, Shimon ben Lugo told me this. So, Shimon ben Lugo, they were walking around taking grasses, and this kid happened to be from the, that family of Tinos. I saw this kid laughing and crying. Why are you crying? We used to be so popular. The COVID was reduced. There's no movie Samuel. Why are you laughing, Amali? I'm, I'm happy for all the COVID that the tzaddikim, maybe he's even referring to, I'm thinking now, to his own family. You should know my family were tzaddikim and they're going to get the COVID. So what? Every day you cry and you laugh? What, why, why did you start crying right now? Because I'm staring right now at that special spice, at that grass called Mala Ashan. Where? I don't see it. Which one is it? I have a Kabbalah, I cannot show it even to you. Even to Gdoyle, I can't show it. It's very interesting. It was right in front of them. He had no clue where it was. This is an emotional story. An elder from Aftinos came and he had the secret recipe written down. In the past, my father, they were very secretive. We just turned it off. You dial it on the base. Sponsored. Schos for great chidduch for Dino Tamar Bas Esther Rivka. And another sponsor for chidduch for my daughter, Sorolino Bas Golda Leia. So from family to family, generation to generation, they pass down. You see this? Here it is. It's right in here. What is what's the girsa here?
ממונים הלכזו. אוקיי? הלך עתה מגילה וזרבו. אוקיי? I'm passing down the מגילה to you. וכשבוסי ורציסי הדברים לפני רבי עקיבא, זולגו עינוב דמויז ואומר. רבי עקיבא realized that if this individual is willing to give up the secret, because there's no longer the danger that the recipe is going to be passed on to other Jews that are chas v'shalom going to use it for Avedah Zorah. And now I'm willing to give over the recipe. So I realized that they were correct. That what they said from day one, that they're really tzaddikim. And they were just trying to protect Klai Yisrael, trying to protect their Rebbein Shalom from Avedah Zorah. Zogu einov demais. He started to cry, Rebbe Kivav Omar. Me'ato ein onu tzrichim la'askir l'gnai. We don't have to mention these people in a bad way, like the Mishnah Yuma mentions them, Ligenai. Elozah Paroiches. Elozah was in charge of all the Paroichesim in the Beis Hamikdash. Shoyim Emunim al Orge Paroiches. He's in charge of those people, the women, or the the Oisim Melacha, the Choshim Melacha, to do the Paroiches. Pinchas Amalvish. Pinchas used to dress people. He wasn't a tailor. He used to dress them. I guess there's a way to dress people. Maybe with all the, you know, they used to rap. You know, you have to be a professional rapper. He was in charge of the coin Godal. There was once a coin, professional. He dressed up a military officer. And he was so excited about the way he got dressed. He gave him eight golden coins. Twelve. Okay, so with that we finish that Mishnah. The official mission is sponsored by official, by, sorry, the official mission is sponsored by official, not official. So in the Beis HaMikdash you had seven supervisors, and we're going to see that the seven supervisors had two above them. And three treasurers, when it came to money, there was three. Anytime that you come to collect money from anyone in the public, you need at least two people. So all the people mentioned in the first mission, the mission that we just finished, all those, let's say Mordechai, he was in charge of the kingdom, but he had people with him, the other people with him. Besides, he was in charge of all the sick people that had intestinal problems, and he was by himself. There's no tightness on them. Nobody's choshed them for anything. And they were able to perform the work all by themselves. Says There was two overseers. It says in the Pasuk, in Divriyayom. So here you have three Gizbarim, three treasurers. Ba'asoel, and here goes seven, seven supervisors. Ba'asoel one, v'yirimois, v'yizavod, v'eliel, v'yismachyohu, u'machas, u'vnoyohu. These are, Amar Kolim, these are the supervisors. Pekidim, miyad, kovenenayehu, v'shimiyochim. They were... Appointed by Shimi Yochim. Koslikin. Now, what about the overseers? 
the Gid Beiselikim. So Chizkiyo Hamelach and Azariyo. So the king and Azariyo, they were the one that appointed who Hamelach v'Kohen Gadol. So there was two overseers. So it says in the pasuk, two, three, and seven. Shuchaisem Hagizber Chaisem v'Noisnei La'Amarko. When they had a seal, the the lishka or the money in there. So the Gizbar, the treasurer, charge of the money, used to seal it. And then you give it to the guy above him. And Amarko would put his own signet on it and then pass it on to the next guy on top of him, to, to, to the overseer guy. Then he would give it, so basically it already had three stamps on it, three, three seals. And then they gave it to the Koen Gadol. would do the same thing. And then when it goes, when they want to open up the door, the king recognizes his own signature and he undoes it. And everybody recognizes their own signature and they undo it. You don't do anything that has to take it. To do with money, taking money, doing things like that, you need at least two people. Rav Nachman, B'Shem, Rav Mani, Al-Shem. Because it says in the Pasuk, V'Heim. Heim is plural, it refers to two people. V'Heim, Yikos Azov, V'Satcheles, V'Sargomon. You need two people to take gold and the Tcheles and the Argomon, the purple, the Tcheles, the blue. So you need two people. Omar Rebbe Choma, Be'i Rebbe Chanino, M'Psoilois, Shaluchois, Hashem, Moishem. The Torah says that from the Luchish Nioys, which was made from Snaprinoin, Snaprinoin, something like that, it was a very expensive stone. And the Gosh says, I want you to chisel it out. So imagine you take a, a diamond and you start chiseling the diamond. So you have big chunks worth millions of dollars. So Moshe Rabbein was able to keep that. The Torah says so. And therefore he became very wealthy. To you, for you, the leftover is yours. We explain, because Moshe Rabbeinu, when, I believe, when he was leaving Mitzrayim, everybody's grabbing gold and silver, what was Moshe Rabbeinu busy with? Being Malakat Atzmas Yosef. He was looking for Yosef at Tzadik. So he didn't have the, the wealth that everybody else had. Sakush Baruch had to give him different wealth. And it's very important for a Gadol to be wealthy, because you don't want people to, 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 to give money and then they has to give him favors and this, that. When a, when a God has money, he's good and people give him the, the proper cover that he needs. created beautiful stones within his tent. It's not, maybe in addition, but it's not from the Luchas. gave it him directly. This is incredible. staring at Moshe. What are they staring? What are they looking at? Either Klaistral is unbelievable, crazy what they did, or it's actually a beautiful thing they did. Listen to this. It's, I, I don't know. I, I, you can't even read it. Chamoin Shokyan. Moshe Rabbeinu was a, was a large human being. He was very, very tall. He, it seemed to be large. So he said, look at his thick thighs. 
Chamoyin Quran, look at his thick legs. He's talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. I don't know if there's anybody greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, Shemayim 40 days. Closest that any human being ever got to Hakush Baruch Hu. Yisrael has the chutzpah to say, look at his thighs, they're so thick. He, he's stealing from us. How do you get such thick thighs? He's taking from us. It's, it's unbelievable. It just, it just tells us what, what human nature is. We're crazy. And this is this is the 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 dar the dar hamidbar the the the, the darga of these people you can't even fathom they they saw Akash Baruch Hu. they 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 saw Kriyas Yamsov and this is how they talk Chamayin Kupad look at his fatty flesh he's a fat guy Achel in the Yudai he eats from the Jews Veshasim in the Yudai all everything he has is ours he steals from us he takes our money this rabbi he takes a salary chutzpavaz. He eats from us, drinks from us. All his money, he thinks he's so wealthy, it came from us. That is, it's a lesson by itself. And those who say that it was a beautiful thing, it's good that we saw him. Look at this, we had the schos of seeing the tzaddik. It's a beautiful thing. Like I... I always have a, a great feeling. I saw, I saw the stipler with my own eyes many times. I sat on the Rivnit Sarebbe's lap. You know, it feels good. I went to Shach's room. I saw him hundreds of times. He came to my bar mitzvah, etc. It feels good. That's why you got to bring your kids from Chan to the Rebbe's, to this. You saw the tzaddik. Halacha Gimel, sponsored by Fischl, from official cater. As listen. The Kosov Aleim Egel. I had nothing better to do today. I was done preparing the daf two and a half hours ago. It only took about a half hour. So you go to the base Hamikdash, you give the guy money, you go to the booth, and he gives you an eagle. What's in the eagle? What does it mean, an eagle? He gives literally gives you a token. He gives you a receipt. He gives you, I don't know what it looked like. Maybe it looked like this. It had a picture of an eagle on it. I'm just making that up. You know what I missed here? Because in the rush, I, I, I actually printed it out just five minutes before. It has to have the date. It has to say, this is the fourth day of Chalamayid. It has to have the day of the, the week. We're going to see in the Gemara. But this, if you look closely, it says, Shloisha Esreinim Soyuz. This is flower. This ticket, it's a ticket. Let's call it a ticket. That's a good word. It's a ticket. You buy a ticket. So what happens? You, you, you need to bring flour, oil, and wine. But you're not going to schlep this stuff, and it's going to become tummy. It's a whole mess. We don't want you to bring your stuff from home. We don't bring your, your garbage into my base amigdosh. You come to base amigdosh with money, with cash. You go to the booth. You say, I need an eagle. Oh, eagle, I give you one of these. How much does that cost? 25 bucks. Boom. Now you take that, and you go to the other booth, and they give you three astroidim of flour, a half a hint of shemen and a half a hint of wine because why? Because it's an ego. Because you're bringing a calf. Let's say you're bringing an aisle. So they give you a different one. They give you this guy. This one costs less money because it only is two astroidim of flour. It's a shlish of oil and a shlish of wine. The kids, so you go down the line, it made all of them. Oh, no, this, oy vey, two of the same. I'm missing one then. No, I'm not. And then this is a goat. Okay, this is the younger goat. This is 
the adult. This is over a year old, over 13 months, and this is within a year. Okay, so this has one isar in a flower. In other words, depends on the carbon that you need. You come in there, you say, I need X, I did a, an Avera, I need a Chatos. So you go with this, let's say. Okay. Choyte is referring to a Nazir. Who, I'm sorry, a Metzorah. A Metzorah, he's a Choyte. Why? Because the only way you get Tzaras is when you do a Chet. So they call him a Choyte. Now, if he's wealthy, he needs a lot of oil. He needs nine lug of oil, plus another lug he needs for his, remember they put oil on his thumb and on his big toe and on his right ear. So he needs 10 total lug. There were five. They were written in Aramaic. Why? Because that's what people spoke. Yesterday, David Dimbert was all upset. How could in the Besamikdash you write on, on, a, on a pushka, you write alpha, beza. Yeah, that, they, that's what they spoke. It was the given language. So what was the big difference? It's not so clear because it says over here, agal, dechar, that's the only word really that's different. Instead of zohar, it's with a dalet, dechar. Gedi, choyta, dal, v'choyta asher. So in the, in the Tsaras, in the Mitzayra, there's two. There's a, a wealthy Mitzayra and a poor Mitzayra. Says the Gemara, says the The Egel is for everything. It doesn't matter, Zachar and Akev, it doesn't matter what it is. They're all the same thing. So it's everything. Besides the ram. And the ram just goes with the elim elvad. So I'm sorry, I has to bring three types of animals, three korbanas, so it goes with all three. So if you need any of this stuff, you go to Yochanan, he's in charge of these tokens, the tickets. You give him money, you get a ticket. Now, once you have the ticket in your hand, you take the ticket, and you go to Achia. You go, you give this to him, he takes your ticket, and in return he gives you the three items, whatever the shear is. At night, Yoichnon meets Achia, and they have to reconcile all the accounts. Achi has a bunch of these in his hand and he has to give it to Yochanan Yochanan pays him the cash that Yochanan collected. If there's something missing, Yochanan has to pay from his pocket. And if there's extra money in the account, there's some sort of mistake, Hegdish always wins. If somebody lost his ticket, he waits until the evening. And if they find that there was extra, that means somebody didn't cash in his ticket, so they give him. And he always wrote the day because you could always fool and always counterfeit iron. Sham about the guys that counterfeited the um, in Vegas the tokens a guy 
bought the $1 ones and he made them $100 ones. He got away with it for many years. He stole millions. It's, there's always somebody out there that wants to counterfeit tokens and things like that and get away with it. Okay, Ben Azai. In other words, somebody's going to find one of these on the floor and he'll use it or whatever. So he, it has to have the date on it. Okay, Ben Azai. According to Ben Azai, why is there an extra ticket for a poor Mitzvah? So, if he was poor, he would bring that lug shemen that he has to bring, he would bring from home. If, if he's poor, he wants to save the money because you know the oil in the base Migdosh is very expensive. So, what does he do? He goes ahead and they bring the oil. From, I'm almost done. Give me, give me a few minutes. He brings the oil from home. This but Mashenkim Chachamim say no. And yeah, no, I'm sorry. According to Chachamim, brings one from home. This So the Gemara asks an interesting shaila. The female sheep. What's what's her halacha? How does it work? How much does she bring? It says Mufurush in the Mishnah. Everything is the same. Scharim and then the caves are all the same. You're right. So the female is like the male. There's no difference between a calf. The young calf and the older one, Shoibidin, Ben Atsoyinton is Sachim, U Ben Abakaton is Sachim. have to hurry up because they're doing another shear now. Imatsano, you don't start up. When the owner of the hotel is giving the shear, so you know that if you're going to give a shear in a locked room, they're going to come and break in. U Ben Abakaton is Sachim, Imatsano Shachalak Ben Niske Kevesh, Liske Ayel. So when it comes to the one year old, Kevesh, it's one Isarin. And the older one, the two year old, is two Isarinim. And then we're finished. There's no difference. Raboisai, have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos and Moyed and Yontif. And if you're in Eretz Yisrael, have a wonderful day. Noam, you could say Shreyamalis now, but we aren't. Zaik is under Raboisai. Zai gesund. Agut Shabbos, Agut Yontev, Agut Shabbos, Agut Yontev. Hold on, I'm coming right back. Two Kalmans. Well, Kalman from the Five Towns is on. Wow. I get a lot of their belly, Allah's kids. All the Hashbuas, all the Hashbuas in Kriya Siamson. I don't see you, but I think it's Yisrael Shalitsky. Is that Yisrael Shalitsky? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I put on my thing here. Oh, here you are. Look at the front page of last week's Mother Mecca's. It's for tomorrow. Rebelli, have a great Yotif, have a great Travis. Who's that? Avi Gurutz? Avi, tell the oil what you told me at the Siyum. How many pounds did you lose with intermittent fasting? Yon, 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 yon. 
Avi, how many pounds did you lose? No, no. How many pounds did you lose up until Pesach? 171 before Pesach, but I gained, I'm now like 178. Forget Pesach. How many pounds did you lose up until Pesach? 50 pounds. 50 pounds. It's crazy. Intermittent fasting. Yo, how you doing? Eleven years oh my God. Ago. 120 pounds naturally. Hun, uh, wow. Years ago. Wow. And you're keeping it off? I just gave twelve pounds over COVID because I'm sitting home for the past twelve months. Wow. Wow. How you doing, Yoel? Why are you coming back up to face that way? I only. That's that is uh that Dr. Listhouse's favorite question. He loves it. Wow, you're such a tzaddik. Listen, Raboisai, the fact that everybody's still on it takes away from the chashivas that we were learning before. See, the guys are just on here for fun. Erev Shabbos, Erev Yontif, who cares? We're here. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking the Oilam tells their wife, I got to learn Torah for two hours. They go on for 45 minutes and the rest they stand, they play on the computer. And I'm learning Torah. What do you mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody's in a rush. I got it. I'm hopping. I'm hopping real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yoel, you you want me to be as nice as I am to as I am to my kids, or nicer? So here's the rule. This is what I do with my kids. I say every time you ask, I delay it by one day. So basically. 2027 is we're looking right now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yo, don't worry about it. Don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get a Slurpee soon, soon. Right after Yontif. 
All right, Givaldi. It's unbelievable. Yantav, guys. Yantav. Thank you. Good Yantav. I think the, the same time, 11.15 or 12.15 in New York. 7.15 7, Israel time, 7.15 in the morning. I don't know, I have to see. I have to see if I'm up to it. Yeah. Who's that, Harry? It's Harry. Shalom Aleichem. Reb Aaron, what's doing? Yeah. Harry uh, Listen, uh, random people have been walking up to me in the street wishing me for sponsoring the art school uh, uh, Gemaras. Yossi Klein just asked me for a picture. He can put it in the ad. Don't worry.